Hey, I'm Lydia Isnanto and this is Dreampreneur's Chat. It's a show where I chat with dream chasers all around the world who make their passion their paycheck, loving the risk they took and the job they do. On this show, I chat with Cassandra McClure. She is the founder and CEO of Luxury Beauty on Demand at CassandraMcClure.com and also co-founder and beauty director of Sustainable Project. We'll get to listen her bold journey and hard work in following her passion and the beautiful things when her career and her passion come together from focusing on what excites her. For a woman like Hi, Cassandra. Hi. So glad to be connected with you. Yeah, thanks for coming. And I know you from CBS. I've been following your Instagram and Insta story, and it has been updated every single day. Yeah. And there's so much thing going on, and you're like hustling, and you're doing what you're passionate about, and you're doing what you love to do. So tell us a little bit more about your feature in CBS. Yeah. So. There's a TV show called This Is SF. They go around the country checking out the local businesses that are within that certain city. So the first, yeah, the first season was This Is LA. And that got picked up by CBS. So there was a production company that said, hey, let's try this, let's do it. I mean, it's very common in LA. And CBS loved it and they said, we want to put this on our network. So when they moved on to San Francisco, I was one of the first few that they had reached out to. And I thought it was a scam. I thought it was a joke. I was like, there's no way. Uh, Stephanie uh, Stimler was in the car with me when, when I got that call. And I was just like, really? You know, like, you guys want to interview me? And they're like, you know, you're you have something about you. We've been following you for a while, which is also what you had said. They were like, we've been just silently watching you. And I think that's something important that I started to like, okay, what are people really getting out of, you know, am I really giving them valuable content? What am I saying? What am I doing? You know, and people are actually watching me to possibly approach me for things like this. Like I'm starting, I have an influence on people. I was like, yeah, sure. Like I would love to meet with you. And they were like, okay, well, Robert Parks Valletta, he's this, you know, famous actor. He's going to come interview you and your team about your business. And boom, a couple months later, I was on TV in front of a couple million people. And now you're sitting here yeah. and it has snowballed into something great. I mean, um, the episode's up on YouTube, but it's supposed to be on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. And now they're on to other cities, I believe. Uh, like Chicago, like they're doing a bunch, you know, wow. now it's going to be a national, you know, um, show. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's really an honor to be connected with you. So tell us more about who you are. I'm sure all the audience would like to know. Yeah, so I am 29, I'm about to turn 30 this December, and all my right. fiance and I have been engaged for a year now. We uh, had the same birthday, so I think that's really cool. <laughs> But um, we're, I met him in Seattle. I'm from Seattle. And now I live here in Palo Alto, California, so Silicon Valley. I moved here and really didn't, you know, I moved here after a guy and he was my boyfriend at the time and I was just trying to make it work. And I really, I had a little salon in Seattle, but uh, I was like, you know what, let me just go for it. I'm getting older. I want to, you know, settle down. And so I moved down and I was like, what am I going to do? I have to start all over again with my, with my business. I have a mobile salon. I have a mobile beauty company. 
And uh, I was like, what am I going to do? So I, I just did it. I made the move and I grew my business from there. Now I'm doing a lot of different things. I'm a beauty director for the Sustainable Project, right. which is a movement to educate the community on the environmental impacts of the fashion, home, and beauty industries. So there's three founders, I'm one of them. And so we just had our lunch party for that. So that's a whole thing that I'm working on. My job really is to find beauty brands who are really, truly sustainable, organic, natural, like healthy, no chemicals. I have been working with a lot of different brands, um, Beauty Counter is one of them, and um, I really just am passionate about clean health, you know, wellness. So that's uh, one of the aspects. And then the other one is I have an education platform. I, I teach uh, makeup and, um, and HD beauty. And so I went to school 10 years, 15 years ago, but now I also teach young women about um, beauty and, you know, actually young and old. So I do a lot of that. And then um, also when I moved here, I didn't know what the Rising Tide was, but I became a member of the Rising Tide Society. And I was hustling, driving like either to San Francisco or San Jose to a chapter meeting <laughs> and I started like well you know it's so far for me to drive at six o'clock in rush hour to get to a meeting to meet everybody and uh, one of the leaders was like why don't you start your own chapter and I didn't know that that was possible so I founded the Silicon Valley Rising Tide Society so I lead that and host monthly meetings I volunteer my time to give back to the community the creative community we have about 170 90 percent women in that group now right. which is on Facebook and HoneyBook and all over and so we do a lot of styled shoots and I also founded and created Bay Area styled shoots and so I do that and that is kind of comes from stems from that because I want to help all the different artists that you know with whatever they're doing if it's calligraphy or photography or they just are models or whatever I want to bring styled shoots together so I coordinate and plan styled shoots. And so that was how that little side business was born. Um, there's an entry fee um, to be involved in the shoot and then 10% uh, of the proceeds go to the sustainable project. So I try to link it all together and then I also have my team always with hair and makeup. We do have other beauty professionals that come on board to style if they would like, but um, I have a modeling background. so it was super easy for me to set that all up and you know say hey i have hair makeup models clothes i have all these connections let's do shoots and you know a lot of styled shoots are really how you build your business in the wedding industry to get and have really amazing photos on your website to show other brides what you yeah. can do you know a lot of people don't want their pictures up on your website they don't want their private intimate moments yeah. up there it's um it's up to the bride mm -hmm. so that's why we um, do a lot of styled shoots in our industry because we have faux brides and and grooms and and wedding parties that come together and uh, it also helps us get published and do that you know fairy tale perfect looking wedding yeah. um and so i was awarded the not a best of weddings this past year i was honored with that and my team is just so amazing I'm also a member of the Chamber of Commerce in Palo Alto, wow. so I do a lot of philanthropy, giving back. I work with a lot of different local organizations here and um, with a lot of local businesses, so it's kind of a mouthful, but that's kind of the main, I guess, like yeah. main yeah. touch touch points. Yeah. The hard thing with what 
what I've chose to do with my life, you know, whether it's the modeling or, or, you know, makeup and things like that, like they're all really fun, like from the outside. And so there's not a lot of value placed on that. So I think, you know, in terms of like how much you make, it's, you really do have to hustle. They're really, you do have to say, this is what I'm worth because they're, you know, I broke it down and like from everything, like from your time, you know, going to the store and buying the makeup to, you know, the gas and all that, like, you know, you have to have some real confidence behind when you say, this is my price. This is, you know, what I'm charging. And like a lot for many years, I, I didn't really charge because I, I felt like I wasn't even worthy of charging because I was just getting started and I was, you know, I was exploring and I was having fun. Right. Um, but there becomes a time where you get older and you're like, this is taking a lot out of me. And, you know, I feel like I've, I've worked enough. I have enough experience. Mm -hmm. I've worked in these magazines. I've been published. I've been on TV. Once you start to do all those things, and there's so many that you'd be surprised that people see me, oh, I saw you in, you know, Seattle Magazine. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of money that went behind that. That was a big challenge. And so I think if there wasn't passion behind it, if I didn't really love it, mm -hmm. I could have never gotten to this point because there was no money. It wasn't about money. And it still isn't. You know, mm -hmm. I love getting my clients ready for whatever they need, whether it's, you know, for a speech, you know, a TED talk or a bride. I work with brides of all different budgets, you know, and my team does too. And then the question about, um, you know, forming the team, like mm -hmm. I trained a lot of them myself. I worked with them on site, you know, for several different events and weddings. And so you get to know people and who you want to work with and who you want to surround yourself with. And you, you start to notice other people like you that are really also very passionate, who will do anything, who are like happy to do styled shoots. I think I did close to 50 last year. You know, I was paying to be a part of those. Um, but every single inquiry that I get on my website, it, the first one of the first things everyone says is, oh my God, I love your website. And it's because of all the beautiful images and they're from, a lot of them are from styled shoots. This is Abigail. <laughs> yes. She likes to make an appearance every oh, once in a while. She was given to me right before I got engaged. And so oh. Abigail, um, Obi is what we call her, is super sweet. She's a year old and she's a puppy and she's a little bit crazy, yeah. um, but she is the sweetest. And she's, I work from home. I think that's another big challenge. Like a lot of people don't realize how, how much you, time you have to spend behind the computer. It's not mm -hmm. just being out there. Like, yes, you see me post on Instagram every day, but mm -hmm. it's a half hour of curating a photo and mm -hmm. text and uploading it and tagging and hashtagging and all of those things. It's a whole nother business. Mm -hmm. And so that can be lonely. And I was, I was complaining to my fiance, like, you know, I'm home all the time. You know, I do co-work sessions and we, you know, we'll go to Blue Bottle or we'll go to Phil's or we'll go to Four Seasons and I'll get together with other women who are going through the exact same thing as I am. But a lot of times, you know, it's late at night, it's two in the morning, I'm still working and I'm responding to emails and I'm sending invoices and filling out contracts. And, and you know, that's a huge part of it um, is keeping like a well-kept business. And so um, Obi helps with that a little bit because, you know, even though <laughs> I like to be alone, I still like that like little bit of comfort. And so she's been really great. When you first move here, I know that, um, I mean, most of your network still from Seattle, right? 
like how do you um, start the Bay Area? I mean, I know you start this Rising Tide. Yeah. And so when that you started, was, like, how yeah. how does the women know about that and want to come to that event? Yeah. All those things. Yeah. To find others, when I moved here, I started going on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I used hashtags and I found Bay Area models, Bay Area photographers other Bay Area makeup artists, I started connecting. All the group. Yes, I started connecting yeah. with actual people right on Instagram, right. sending them DMs saying, hey, let's meet up. Yeah. Here's my website, here's my social. So they feel like they can know you and meet with you and it's not too weird. You know, through Instagram and Facebook, you can feel like you know someone and, you know, especially even YouTube mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was pretty easy. I, I just started going out, mm -hmm. driving to San Jose, driving to San Francisco mm -hmm. and meeting these people okay. and uh, reaching out. And, and you love doing it. As in like that's part of your passion to connect with people and connecting mm -hmm. everyone together. Yeah. And they saw that I could help even them connect and they've mm -hmm. been here for so long, yeah. but I just really dig deep and I I use every hashtag you can think of. And so then I started um, going on Facebook and you know, I had, I had already done this for Seattle, so I knew how easy it was. And I would just search models of, you know, San Francisco, Bay Area shoots and all these different things. And I started becoming group members, introducing myself to each one. And every post, you know, there's 10,000 people in this group, 10,000 in that group, 20, 40 in another group. But you introduce yourself and you might get five or six likes, maybe one comment, but you go through and see who liked it and then you connect with them. So I would go in and I would say, and I would acknowledge whoever would respond in any way and say like, hey, I'm here, here's a modeling photo, here, who wants to shoot me, you know? And then I was like, I do makeup, here's my makeup page. And then I'm like, hey, I'll help coordinate something, you know, I'll help coordinate a shoot, you know? And so I was doing it from every angle just to see what people needed, what people wanted. I was trying to figure out where I could fit in here. And so um, through that, I found Rising Tide somehow. Someone said, hey, did you know about Rising Tide? I was like, no, what is that? <laughs> and um, I went to a meeting and it changed literally everything. I took a photographer with me that day. We were both like, whoa, this is really cool. There's education. We were going over like taxes and stuff. And um, May of last year, I'd spent over a year now and I've you know, I've grown my own chapter here because there was nothing in Silicon Valley. And a lot of people said, oh, I don't think there's very many people like you in Silicon Valley, mm -hmm. you know, m married or engaged to an engineer that's working <laughs> at Facebook or Google or is doing a startup. You know, that everyone is in tech here. Everyone, everyone always said that. Exactly. And I was like, you know what? If there's me, there has to be other people like me. Mm -hmm. And I found that out very quickly. Our first meeting, there was like six, seven women, and now there's a consistent 10 to 30 at every single meeting out of the 170 that can make it on like a Wednesday night. And it is really powerful. Like they love it, I love it. It's it's helped all of our businesses, like, and you just connect. So it's it's really about just finding other like-minded people like you and you can you can make it happen and if there isn't one you create your own right exactly. because you'll people will find you if you know how to use social media and yeah. so that's another thing i do but on the back end i do web design and social media uh, seo and i i kind of work on that kind of thing 
Um, and so that, I guess, helped a little bit to understand computers, understand social media a little bit. But it's always changing. The algorithm's always changing. So you're like constantly reading articles. Okay, this is what's happening this week. And so you just play with it, really, and try not to let it get frustrating. I think I'm sure it will be not a problem for you to be like moving places or even staying in somewhere else. That's also developed because, like you mentioned, that you stay in Dubai before, so you've mm -hmm. been like have the traveling background that keeps you uh, somehow like you're not afraid with connecting with strangers yeah. and all that and taking the yeah. risk of moving mm -hmm. and things mm -hmm. yeah stay right there and we will be right back uh it's true i moved away when i was 18 i moved to la i had i had lived in four or five states before i moved out of the country um vegas was one new york was one pennsylvania colorado wow. i would just move with friends who were in college like mm -hmm. i remember moving to fort collins colorado like most random place in the world but i was like you know what i want to try living here for a little while and see what it's like and experience like college life because i didn't go to college mm -hmm. and or like a four-year or anything like that i did like a very uh, quick thing and i did online um but uh i I had um, stumbled upon a guy I had met, and he was um, he was also traveling a lot. And I ended up moving to the UK and uh, going to school over there for beauty again. And um, I got on. I was the first ever stylist on the PGA for the WAGs, the wives and girlfriends of the professional association over there. And so I got to travel the world for a year mm -hmm. on tour with 150 golfers and 20 to 50 women at a time. Mm -hmm. And I would style them. I, I, was, I was modeling, but I had modeled in India, Dubai, Africa, you name it. While I was traveling, I was doing the same exact thing. Instagram was newer, but I was like, you know, East London or a Dubai photographer. I did the same thing when I was traveling and I connected and met with so many people when I was going. And they saw I had travel schedules up and my posts. And I was like, this week I'm in Dubai, this week I'm in Abu Dhabi, this week I'm in, you know, <laughs> India. And I had all my dates. So I was like, hey, I'm coming. And they were like, whoa, she is traveling. She's legit. She's real. She is going around modeling and styling. Because if I couldn't get in the modeling door, because I'm not the ideal model for everyone, I was getting in as a makeup artist or I was getting in as coordinating shoots for people. Um, I remember in Dubai, uh, I had found a really new boutique that was online and she had um, like Indian wedding dresses, but also makeup. So I was like, why don't we meet when I'm in Doha and we and I could style and I could shoot a bunch of your clothes and I could use your makeup and I could help you. And it was called Norma's Boutique. And right now she's doing so well over there, but I was one of the first models mm -hmm. and I brought all that stuff back to the UK with me and I styled other models in it. Wow. So I just, I'm a natural, like you said, I connect, I help. I'm like always thinking of the next thing that I could do to help mm -hmm. another person's business but it's come full circle for me. And I've always believed, I think deep down, that a lot of times, you know, my, my fiance, is, he's a numbers guy, he's an engineer. Uh, he, but he's like, oh, how much did you make? Or how much is that? Or, you know, what are you getting from that? And I'm always like, nothing, but nothing right now. 
you know, because it's not, a, it, like I said before, it's not about the money. It's really uh, just all these different passions that I have. And I feel like there's reasons for why, you know, because like when I went to Doha and when I went to, the, to Dubai, there was like 10 hashtags that, you know, like when you look up like, you know, that Doha photographer, there was like one. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I liked every single one of the posts, sent him a DM and I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like what, you know, and you know, I would love to work with this model and I would love to work with this line and I'd love to wear an Abaya and go to the souk and do this. And like, you know, they're like, whoa, you know, this American is just coming over and she's not afraid. She's not scared. Like my own family was like, you're going to, to the Middle East. And I'm like, yeah. And they were all so weary and like, oh my God, there's bombings. It, it's like, I was never afraid to go out and, you know, go to, you know, all these beautiful places and explore the lands all by myself. So I did about 30 plus countries in the year and I lived out of a suitcase and I went from hotel to hotel with all these golfers mm -hmm. and we went to the most beautiful places. I mean, we were in Hong Kong, we were, you know, and um, after a year I said, I'm not going on that tour again because they usually go to the same exact locations for their tour and I was like, you know, it was okay, but that was the experience. And I just, it was exactly a year, right? When it was, the tour was about to start again. Um, I was like, I'm just gonna move back home now. I'm done. Like I, I had a calm inside that I had seen what I needed to see and done what I needed to do. And I was ready to come back to the US. So I moved back to Seattle and opened my salon there and, and it just took off. Um, it was, it was really great and I was still modeling. So I was on the cover of different magazines there and I started working heavily in the bridal industry and I really was like, you know what, I'm going to not model as much. I'm going to put all my energy into being a makeup artist and a hairstylist and building a team. And that's what I did. If there is one advice for all the, uh, dream printers out there or the dream chasers out there who are still, uh, finding their passions and kind of like afraid to taking the risk, you know, what is your kind of like one advice for them? Well, I'm mentoring now. So, you know, you can reach out to me directly and I could help you on your path, on your journey. Oh, yeah. Then I've built my business and I've helped so many others build their business, whether it's with SEO or their Instagram or great content or connecting with others, you know, because we don't all have these special skills. They're, they take years to learn and master and they're always ever changing. And so I always tell people, reach out to someone who is an expert in that and delegate those other tasks that don't excite you and find someone who can help. Get a mentor, someone that you can look up to. Um, I have a few and it's good to bounce ideas and, and have a, a team, a network, but um, I also do mentoring. So I do online of like, like video and I also meet in person. I've traveled to my clients. I've, I've traveled for weddings, but I also have traveled um, back home and to around California um, to women who are really just trying to figure out what they want to do. And I wouldn't say I'm a life coach or anything like that, but I'm, it's more about figuring out your why, the business and your, and your life and what skills that you have, where you come from, you know, and what comes naturally to you and pairing that and making a Pentagon. Like, what are you good at? What do you love? And what are people going to pay you for? What are people going to value you for? And you, you make that triangle. And once you have those things, 
you know, you can move up and on and, and create a huge empire. And so it's really um, about, you know, finding people that actually really do want to help you and not just take your money too, because I've met some people like that. And um, knowing yourself, trusting your inner self, I would say, you know, trusting your gut um, and, and listening to the people that really love you and surround you, you know, not just giving someone a bunch of money and like not telling your dad or your husband or something like being open with what you want to do and putting those thoughts out in the world like I have a vision board I've had a vision board different ones every year since I was in sixth grade if you can dream it it's possible you know so just you know keep working at it and keep going for it and don't give up and keep hustling and keep hustling just uh face all the failure if you fight if you face failure and get back up and just failure is such a big part of it I'm glad yeah. you said that you know I, I have never seen it as failure and actually there's there's so many times that I have gone on like an interview or I started working with someone and I thought oh my god this is going to be so big you know or I've reached out to big uh, you know brands or influencers because I also influence I do that on the side too and um, and they don't get back to me or they reject me but I don't see it as a failure I'm like and because other opportunities come in and I'm like, if I would have took that, I'd mm -hmm. still be down there. Yeah. So I don't, I don't ever take, you know, I have so many dreams that like, if you tell me one's not possible right now, I'm fine. Cause I have so much else going on. Um, and you just, yeah. I, I love to keep busy, uh, you know, so it's, yeah, just keep going for it. Well, that's awesome. Thank you yeah. for sharing Cassandra. So, Thank you. um, how to find you? Uh, my name is Cassandra McClure and that's how you can find me. CassandraMcClure.com. That is my beauty site. You, we, you can book anything on there if you're in the Bay area from, I have so many different people on my team that, that specialize in different things, microblading, eyelash extensions, you know, waxing, like whatever you want. Um, so that is my business side, but you can just search me normally, like even on Instagram, the Cassandra McClure, and I'm, I'm there. That is my main account. Um, like personally, uh, Obigail's is Obigail the Frenchie. Right. The Bay Area Shoots is at Bay Area Styled Shoots. I have at Cassandra McClure, that's my wedding Instagram that um, my bridal team, you'll find me. I do have a YouTube now. I have some, a couple subscribers um, and I try to do vlogs like behind the scenes of the shoots that I'm going to, weddings. So for audience out there who are dreamers, don't be afraid. I mean, we learned from Cassandra that we don't be afraid to take the risk and just go for it and has, just hustle it and be busy and find a mentor. And that's really important and find a network like-minded people that's important too so if you guys want to see uh, more of cassandra work and know more about her check out the link i put the link on the description down below until next time stay tuned in the next dreampreneur chat bye for a self-made woman like me this podcast is available on itunes and other major podcast platforms also, you can watch this video podcast at youtube.com slash Lydia Isnanto. If you would like to be the guest of the show, please message me and join the group at facebook.com slash Chat. We'll be releasing new episodes every other week, so we'll see you soon in two weeks for brand new chat. Until then, remember to share your story with someone because you never know how one sentence of your life story could inspire others to rewrite